0: Hey guys, I'm so glad you stopped by. This is the 490 Podcast. It's really easy to feel like I've done something so bad that there's no way God's gonna forgive me, or there's no way he's not mad at me. And there's a, like, really an overwhelming sense of condemnation that tries to overtake you. I just remember my own struggle when I was coming back the truth, when I made the decision that okay, okay I'm going to come back and, and I'm, in, in ways it was like I really didn't have a choice <laughs> because I was blitzed by so many people but the night I made the choice I remember how difficult it was because I thought like, man, the first thing they're going to ask me is, where have you been? What have you been doing? And that's the last thing I wanted to answer because I knew I wasn't where I needed to be at. I, I, I knew I was lost. I knew I wasn't saved. I knew I needed Jesus. And I, I I was fortunate when I came back because I had so many friends from camps and all the years I had spent in the Georgia district campgrounds. I, I had forged so many friendships, acquaintanceships, whatever you want to call it. I, I had formed so many of those and so many people were were, were just very supportive and and congratulatory even and I knew when I came back that when I made the decision that I wanted to give my life back to God I knew that I wanted to be a voice for those that know the truth and just simply walked away. Whether it's church hurt or whatever that caused you to walk away, but you just walked away and you're just, uh, for lack of a better term, out in limbo. Like I was And you were searching for something or you are searching for something that's what I was doing. I, I was searching for something I, I needed something and and honestly uh, I sure I was in church before and, and and I was saved and went to the life-changing youth congresses and had the life-changing altar calls at camps and you know been to the camp meetings and, and, I, and I'd done a little bit of all of that, but you know what I never really had it for myself. No, I kind of did it for my grandfather. I did it for my my uncle, my aunt. I, I did it for other people. I, 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 but I, but I never really did it for me. And I knew this time that I was going to do it for me. That I I wasn't going to worry about everybody else. I wasn't worried about anybody else's soul. And, I, and forgive me for saying it like that. But for 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 just a moment, I'm going to worry about Danny Rowland. And, and I, I, I was reminded of, uh, of David, you know, here I am, I'm faced with this, with this giant in front of me and I just, oh God, what do I do? You know, what do I, I, I remember that night walking back into service the the, the Holy Spirit was so thick in the room and it was just, it was crazy. It, it was unlike I'd ever felt before and. and and what was funny is it had been so long since I had felt that, and, and, and God decided to, you know, here's an overwhelming amount, and, and I was having trouble breathing. I, I, I was scared to, to, to breathe. I knew if I if, if I took the, if I took too much of a breath, I'd go mess around and catch the Holy Ghost. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's not what I was trying to do. I didn't show up for that. I didn't show up for that. <laughs> and, the, and the preacher got up and he preached. And it just so happened to be the pre- a preacher I had known, that I've known for 20-something years. And he preaches and he's a faith builder. And he gets you going, man. And, and really motivated and ready to run through a wall, you know. And. I couldn't hold it. I couldn't help it. I couldn't hold back. I I just dropped my head. And that was all she wrote. That was all she wrote. I dropped my head and next thing you know, somebody's praying for me. And then another person comes and another person comes and another person comes. Oh boy, I'm surrounded. (laughs) I'm surrounded. There was no getting out of this. I, I had already, I had already, I had already messed up and dropped my head to look like I was praying. Oh boy, and the tears started to flow. And before you know it, man, I just, you know, the Holy Ghost was all over that place. And uh, that night really, really was a life changing night for me. Um, I immediately felt different. I immediately felt a change. And that night I was in a valley. The valley decision, I guess. Uh, I had just went through a season of, of loss. And this particular time was the culmination of four different people dying in my life that I was close to in one way or the other. Uh, I had an uncle, an aunt, a cousin, and my stepfather all pass away within a calendar year. So it was one thing after the other. Excuse me. And so I was in this valley of decision. And I really didn't know which way to go. And I remember being in that valley and looking up and seeing that hill. And on that hill, you can see the old rugged cross. The cross isn't smooth. They didn't sand the cross down before they put Jesus on it. They didn't varnish it and finish it and make it look real beautiful. that was jagged. I'm sure Jesus got many splinters Splinters hurt. (laughs) I've had plenty of splinters in my life. I'm sure on the cross especially. And you know, I try to think from their perspective. You know, they never thought the Jews or the Romans that crucified Jesus they never thought that to them, you know, they were just crucifying him on some some basic tree, some, some basic cross It was so common in that day. All along the roadside, you'd have people hung on crosses. So to them, they're giving this king the most basic of treatment. This isn't royal at all. They're mocking him in every way, including the cross they're, 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 they're crucifying him on. This is so plain, this is so normal. This is so average for such such a grand king. They never knew the symbol the cross would become in the world. Now the cross is a symbol of mercy. it's a symbol of his grace is sufficient the cross is a symbol of peace it's a symbol of I'm your savior and I love you so much that I died for you that I God robed myself in flesh and came down and died for you because I love you that much. I'm just so thankful for that love, for that grace. I don't understand it. I I don't. But I'm thankful for it because I know there were nights that I was ready to end it all. something something inside me this voice kept reaching out I want to remind somebody that you're not alone you're never alone if you're struggling if you're struggling with depression struggling with thoughts of suicide don't ever be scared to reach out don't ever be scared to reach out don't be silent don't suffer alone because there are plenty more people in the same boat, and and, and you know what? Well, we can make it together. We can make it together. I hope this podcast blesses you. I hope it encourages you, and I hope that I'm able to leave you with something that you can take with you and, and 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 chew on and God's just so good and I'm thankful that we have another platform to spread the gospel There'll be times where we laugh There'll be times where they're more serious but I just want to help somebody in some way. I want to bless you. I want to be a blessing to people. I I want people to remember me when it's all said and done. I want people to remember me for being a person that helped and that served relentlessly, served endlessly. I love you guys. I'm so thankful that you've taken the time to listen to this podcast. God bless you.